the armor can't take her helmet off. So I don't know what Cara Dune gets out of that relationship. Cooking with fire. Cook no it's cooking playing with fire. with fire, cooking with gas. Right? I think those are I think they have different meanings. Playing with fire is danger, but cooking with gas means you're really serious about whatever you're doing. Yeah, you're getting a nice sear on both sides. That's right. Sure. Okay. Uh episode eight of the Mandalore of Mondays with Mando or Mornings with Mando. Monday mornings uh, with Mando. I I did not have uh, I did not have time to perfect my Kiwi accent, but my first note right next to Mando Eight is I'm a nurse droid, but I wish I could say it in a Kiwi accent. Nurse, nurse droid. I'm a nurse. I'm a nurse. I'm a nurse droid. I'm a nurse droid. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I, 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 yeah it's fine. Uh, Mondays with Mando number eight, the last episode of season one. Number eight um, for probably both this podcast and the show. We are we are the illustrious gentlemen. That's Scott. I'm Ryan. You can listen to our normal podcast, the illustrious gentlemen. I mean, this is a normal podcast. You could listen to our regular podcast, the illustrious gentlemen. Uh, the same place you're getting all these podcasts at, <laughs> uh, Anchor.fm/slash/tigshow. If you like what you listen to, you can become a Patreon supporter at Patreon.com/slash/tigshow. I saw my kids in their pajamas just walk by the window. Oh, uh, at least they're out of the house. At least they're out of the house. That's right. They're getting some vitamin D. I mean, it's not as cold biotin. as it is in Flag right now, but it's literally freezing right. outside down here. It's 32 outside. Oh, so that means it's probably like 10 here or less. I don't know. I'm inside with my slippers on, my coffee, my sweatpants, and I'm excited to talk about the eighth episode yeah, of season one of The Mandalorian. Yeah, let's do it, man. Uh, Scott, do you, have the, uh, do you have the summary in front of you? I do. Okay. You ready? I am. All right. Chapter 8, Redemption, directed by Taika Watiti, written by John Favreau. IG-11 rescues the child from the scout troopers. Gideon announces that he knows the identities of Karga, Dune, and the Mandalorian, and that they face certain death unless they agree by sundown to surrender, or he will fire an E-Web heavy repeating blaster upon the group. IG-11 arrives and breaks the standoff and the Mandalorian's group or the Mandalorian's group fights their way out. The Mandalorian steals the E-Web taking out multiple stormtroopers. However, Gideon injures the Mandalorian by firing upon the E-Web's power generator causing a large explosion and the team returns indoors to safety. The child uses the force to turn an attacking incendiary trooper's flamethrower back on him. The Mandalorian sends the others through a sewer grate with the child to get help from the Mandalorian Enclave, while IG-11 removes his helmet to administer Bacta to his head injury. Joining the others, the Mandalorian finds the covert group of Mandalorians dead or escaped except for the Armorer. She tasks him to care for the foundling child like his own, discover its origins, and return it to its kind. The Armorer fashions the Mandalorian his own signet, the Mudhorn, 
from which he and the child both defeated, and gives him a jetpack. The group is ferried down an underground lava river, but when they are ambushed by stormtroopers, IG-11 self-destructs to eliminate the enemy. Gideon attacks in a TIE Outlander, a variant of the TIE Fighter, but the Mandalorian uses the jetpack to bring the craft down. He leaves with the child, and Karga stays behind with Dune as his new enforcer. Moff Gideon cuts himself out of his downed fighter with the Darksaber, an ancient Mandalorian relic. The end. I didn't realize yeah. that that I didn't realize that that signet was the Mudhorn. I was confused as to what the hell the signet was. That's what she wanted to give him initially, right? That, so it's in whatever again. Episode again. three. I thought it was going to be like when she was crafting it. I leaned over to my wife because she watched this episode with me, and I said. uh Oh, it's going to be a half Baby Yoda and a half Mando. But no, <laughs> it wasn't that at all. Whatever. It could have just been a Roman numeral two, and it would have been cooler than what they did. But anyways, that's fine. I didn't. That's not even in my notes. I don't care. I didn't know that the X-Wing was a modified X-Wing. I didn't know the sword TIE was, fighter. was a... Sorry, TIE Fighter. I didn't know that the, uh, the electric saber was some sort of Mandalorian weapon. Has that been shown before? This is deep nerd shit, man. Okay. Yes, I did some research into the Darksaber, and apparently it's okay. from the Clone Wars cartoon. Oh, okay. Cool. It was created by the first Mandalorian to be inducted into the Jedi Order. Whoa, there's a Jedi Mandalorian in the past? Yeah. Slash a long, long time ago? Before they had a falling out with the Jedi and then something, something, something. Uh, right. Whatever. But it's Star Wars, so there needs to be a fucking lightsaber. Another thing that struck me was that uh, I guess even five years after Return of the Jedi, the Jedi are still considered dead, and and Luke hasn't really. They're still like an underground cult. They're not because they describe them right. as like a dead order of religious freaks. Which, sorry, it, it's the pot calling the kettle black for uh, a Mandalorian armorer to be saying they're like a forgotten religious sect of crazy people essentially like that's what the mandalorians are they're a religious sect that's underground they're they should be yeah, friends it, that that's a that's a point that was uh yeah fuck oh the prequels did so much damage there's when we meet luke for the first time in new hope he's what 18 you know something like that yeah he's a kid sure. so there's 18 years between episode three and episode four Right. And in those 18 years, everybody just fucking forgot that right. these peacekeepers of the entire galaxy that had been around for a thousand generations existed. Yeah. I Come mean, on. I mean, I have a kid that's uh, 19 and I remember like Chumbawamba being a thing when he was like born, <laughs> you know, so it's like I didn't I didn't block that shit out of my mind, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and they don't even have fucking magical light swords. Uh, all right, let's get into the let's get into the good, because because there was some good in this. I thought uh, I have some. My notes aren't very extensive, so I, I guess I guess I have. I really have two goods, but they're kind of multi layered. Why don't you go first? All right, I can um, feel you re- ready to go. Okay. Um, I have three goods. Um, I ended two of my good notes with a question mark. I'm not sure if it's a good thing or that it's even it, or if it's or if it's true fire away 
no more tracking fobs? Uh, well, they're no they, longer they, going to be hunted because the contractor is gone and he's cool with the bounty hunters guild now. Yeah, I would assume it's like I would assume it's like uh, I mean, if the guy paying the bounty is no longer around, then why would you go to collect the bounty if you're not going to get paid for it? Right. Right. So I would assume I, I would assume that's what it is. But I mean, we don't know. It's a little too early for that. The next season, there could still be some outliers. And why the fuck didn't he have one? Uh, Moff Gideon, why didn't he have a tracking fob? Everybody else in the goddamn galaxy had a tracking fob. It seems like that would be the guy that would want one. He would have, like, the master tracking fob. Yeah. But but he pays people to uh, to do his dirty work. He pays people to track for him. He ain't no bitch. He's got a laser sword. Yeah. All right, give me yours. Uh, finally, so I'm going to, I'm going to lump my first two together. Finally, some backstory, which we talked about, it feels like years ago now, but we talked about how we don't want this character to have any sort of backstory, but they made a show that demanded backstory. And so finally we get some backstory. Finally, we get his name. We get to see his face, which was as expected, but finally you get to see, I mean, it's, it's funny to wait till the eighth episode of the season to, uh. It's funny to wait to the last episode, you know, the last episode of the season to uh, to give you this info. Feels like we could have used it earlier, but uh, at least it's at least it's moving the story along a little bit, and it's doing something. So I was happy to get his name. Yeah, well, y- yeah, that was one of my notes. It was some Mando info. It, I while I'm happy to have something. Uh, right it's, it's it's way too late day late and a dollar short is what people say for me anyway i mean I, he's been nothing i mean even now even now he's still nothing even with that information knowing his name din jaren or whatever and he was some kid that was rescued by the mandalorians from droids or whatever that right. that's not anything. That's not a character thing. That that doesn't tell me anything about him as a person. But it gives you a jumping off point for the next season. Gives me hope his def- for the next season. Yeah. His defining trait so far is he doesn't like droids. That's all we know well, about him. Well, no, cuz now he loves a droid. I bet that droid died. He fell in love yeah. and then his love went away. I hope in season two he takes a droid wife, like a C-3PO with a wig. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the next the, the next of my goods are all just uh, uh, certain moments in the episode. So if you have something more grandiose than just names of characters with exclamation marks. Uh, my other note was conclusion? Question mark? Did, did, did they conclude? Was... Do you feel like a story? The, the, okay. If there were a story for the series or the season, this would have been the episode that concluded the story for the season. But there wasn't a story for the season other than him taking care of the kid. And he's still taking care of the kid at the end of this. Right. So, all, all this two-part finale did was kill off Werner Herzog and introduce a new villain for him to deal with but it's the same um, 
But it's the yeah. same story. He's still being chased because he has the kid. It's the same story. Okay, that's another good then. We know who wants the kid. We don't know why. That's mildly problematic. But at least we know that there's this guy played by, you know, a, a fairly significant actor. So we know it's a serious role. So it adds sort of that ticking clock element or at least or at the very least a looking over your shoulder thing. So there, right. there's a little bit of tension built in now for season two, which is a plus at Disney plus. Yeah. <laughs> this almost strikes me as like a, uh, obviously they knew there's going to be a season. This whole thing is geared up to launch season two, which it baffles me even more why there were so much fodder in this. This could have been a mid season finale. This could have been the end of episode four. And then you could have actually had a cohesive eight episode season because at least now the Mandalorian has, has a, a goal find the Jedi's, which right. I predicted, and then he's being chased. So that's that is the basis for a storyline. But we just got it at the end of eight episodes when it should have come yeah. at the wow. end of like four episodes. Um, yeah. But yeah, I that's cool. So uh okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh the next is all character stuff. The armorer kinda gave me a boner when she beat the shit out of those <laughs> stormtroopers with with tools <laughs> so that made me think how cool would a show be if it was just Kara Dune and the armorer just like on a fucking shit up throughout the galaxy mm. that'd be rad uh just making like my, badass weapons for her to go out and fuck shit up yeah or maybe they're maybe they're the law in this new lawless planet maybe they decide to be the law and the armorer is the cue to Kara Dune's 007 but they just fuck shit up left and right. Sure. Set them yeah. up as a couple. Yeah. I'm into this. It's a modern world. They don't have to be lovers. I mean, because obviously the armor can't take her helmet off. So I don't know what Cara Dune gets out of that relationship. But they could still be partners and they could still sort of like just really just. I just want to see more fight scenes with Cara Dune and the armorer in it. Armorer in it. That's like brewery. Armorer. It's a hard word to say. <laughs> and then my last note is just Mando versus the Muff. I thought the I thought the Mandalorian fight scene when he took down the Tie Fighter, his battle with Moff Gideon was good. It, it was fun. Okay, it was very rocketeerish. Well, I mean, he had a jetpack. What do you expect? Oh, I'm sorry, he has the. I mean, not it? not really kind of sure of how to work it and kind of flailing yeah. around on the thing. It was like him hanging onto the plane. Right. What is it called? The Flight of the Phoenix? The Rise of the Phoenix? The Power of the Phoenix? What did um, she call this jetpack? Rise? Rise of the Phoenix? I, fuck if I know. I don't, the, I don't rising, know. the Rising Phoenix, I think, is what it was. The Rising Phoenix. Sure. Why is, why, why is Phoenix a thing in their world? It's all going to make sense when Disney buys Harry Potter and then there's the inevitable crossover. It's all going to make sense. I guess I don't know. that's that's the that's the end of my goods. But I do want to say I thought most of like maybe the last 80 percent of the episode was good. The last 90 percent of the episode was good. I thought it was a fine episode overall. If you cut off the first like eight minutes, it was a fine episode. Uh, had a lot of action. 
I don't know why the weapon was called an e-web. Yeah. I knew what that was. It just made me think of like a what is it like a inter- is it going to crash the internet? Like that's what I thought. Like it's going to crash. It's going <laughs> to it's going to ruin their Wi-Fi the way Disney's ruining my Wi-Fi. That's what I thought the e-web was. So what's the e-web? It's I I don't it. It's just a big blaster. It's like a you know whatever. It's like a big. A, like a Gatling gun or like right, like the big machine guns on the side of helicopters or whatever. It's just right. a big gun. I don't know. I had the card yeah. for it from the collectible oh, card Jesus, game back in the day. I never used it, though. I think it was expensive. I uh, When I first saw it, I keep – every once in a while I forget that this is so heavily based on a Western – so when like uh, IG Eleven rode in on his horse and shot everything up, and then they just dragged him back into, and so they're in the same spot they were. They just have IG Eleven and the baby with them now. Yeah. I was like, that's weird. But then I thought, like, oh, that's a Western thing. Is like we got to get into there to help them. So they fight their way into somewhere where they were already trapped. Now they're just all trapped together. Yeah, that was kind of weird. It's a thing though. I've seen it before in other westerns. Uh, so they had him do the same. thing thing with the gun this time right that he did in the first episode they had the big what, it, big laser gun at the oh, place where they yeah. were keeping the baby and he jumped on it and fucking killed everybody right yeah alright yeah I thought, so, I thought you were talking about you knew he IG was gonna 11. do that and I, there wasn't I guess there was a twist where he kinda gets blowed up by by Gus Fring yeah, that's uh, that. There's a couple things in my negatives. I'll get to that. Yeah, that's all I got. Um, okay, uh, that's all right. Then let's move on. What I thought might be the most egregious part of this entire eight episode ordeal we've been through was the two act comedy show that opened this episode. Bing. I couldn't believe it was. I couldn't believe it was happening. I thought it was actually like a, for a minute there. I thought it was going to be like a short, like a Pixar short before the movie. And then the show was actually going to start. Like, I didn't research the two <laughs> actors, but I'll guarantee it's probably two actors we know. The voices uh, are probably two uh, actors we know. Apparently, one of them is Jason Sudeikis. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's just... Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, and it went on so long. I could not believe how long that went on. That's why I thought there were going to be, like, credits at the end of it, and then the episode was going to start. Like, I could not believe this was actually the opening to the series to the season one finale i mean i i think i mean literally like 30 seconds into it i'm holding my head in my hands and i'm like i can't believe <laughs> i can't believe this is happening like it was so it's like punching the baby in the head multiple <laughs> times my, my wife who i just introduced her to the mandalorian yesterday i showed her the only relevant episodes one three and seven and eight and uh but she loves Baby Yoda already, and she's like, oh, God, he's hitting the baby. He's hitting the Baby Yoda. <laughs> if it was a real baby in there and he was punching the baby, my wife would not have reacted as strongly as she did to him <laughs> punching Baby Yoda. <laughs> but it was just so ridiculous. Like, it was just I, – I, I've never warmed to IG-11 either, so that hit that whole story – and it could yeah. be the design. I think, I think the design is so clunky and dumb that maybe it's just – it it didn't do anything for me. I the whole thing was silly. Uh, in in not in my good or bad notes, but just in my like what the fucks. Like everyone is bossing the droid around now. 
Like everybody is just telling the droid what to do. The droid is just handing the baby. Like it's like they made such a point of it that the droid's whole job is to protect the baby. And then he's just handing right. the baby off to other people <laughs> so he can go do other shit. Like it's uh, whatever. So yeah, he, that, that he opening, was whatever the story needed him to be. That opening was just Thor Ragnarok level of silliness, which makes sense seeing as who directed it. It just was. And I can see what they're I, thinking. I, yeah. The rest, the, rest, the rest of the episode is going to be so heavy and so violent. Let's get a little levity going into it. But that's just weak. That's that's catering to a an uh, 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 immature audience, I suppose. Like you can have one episode just be heavy and hardcore. Yeah, it's uh, okay. One of my notes for bad was tone, and I think stuff like that really betrays the tone of. Especially this final episode, but probably of this series so far. Uh, Yeah, it was... And I don't know what I think of sort of the self-awareness that the show introduces with Stormtroopers. With their... uh, Apparently in the universe, too. They are notorious for being bad shots, like all of them. So why the fuck would anybody be scared of the Empire? Yeah, I looked at my wife and I'm just like, get it? They're all bad shots. Like, <laughs> we get it now. Like, yeah, it makes it seem like the Empire... You understand now why a group of uh, startup rebels defeated the Empire if their if their army force are these jokers. Right. It's like, we, we have the scene where they're trying to shoot the whatever and he's like shaking the gun... Right. Like, I guess yeah. we can't hit anything. And then they cut back to to Gideon and like a thousand stormtroopers sitting outside of wherever they're holed up and all of a sudden you're like, Oh, well I guess I guess this isn't as scary now because we know they can't hit shit. Yeah, that's what's so that was what's so jarring is episode seven ended on such a like dun 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 like like we're ready to do this, shit is gonna get bad, shit's gonna get rough, things are grim to a comedy act opening up episode eight. It's like if those two episodes were watched as one episode, just in the middle, there's an, a comedy show with like jugglers and clowns and shit. Like it just seems so ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a, it was a total buzzkill. Yeah. I'll wrap up my last two bad notes. Cause they're kind of tied together. Uh, his, his big dramatic dying scene lasted like two minutes, two and a half minutes. <laughs> Like and then and then he just kept saying I'm dying leave me and then they're like oh, we're not gonna leave but he's you okay and then and then after he's saved he's like I'm staying here leave me and they're like nah and he's like okay and then he's <laughs> like I gotta I gotta stay here you don't you don't you can't do this to yourself you gotta stay and fight with us and the droid's like nah I'm gonna do this and he's like okay like like the Mandalorian <laughs> has no control over his group like he's like he's just like no one listens to him. Like that should be a thing that continues. That should be a thing that continues in the next season where he keeps telling the baby Yoda to do shit and baby Yoda just does the opposite. Like no one respects him. Like that's a, that's a character trait I can get behind. Yeah. No one wants to listen to this motherfucker. Right. But it was just, that whole scene was supposed to be super dramatic. Like, Oh my God, the Mandalorian might die. And when they, when they showed the blood behind his head, my thought went to like, yeah, he's going to die. And then like Cara Dune will be the main character. Like I was excited. That's what I but was thinking. I just I was love thinking, Oh my God, they're going <laughs> to do it. 
<laughs> they're gonna do it. And then like thirty seconds later, he's like, "Oh, I'm good." And then like a minute later, he's like, "I can walk now." And then like two minutes later, he's like, "I can fly now." It's like, damn, those drugs are good. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So that that was back to spray. I, that was the the stuff that Luke was in the tube in and Hoth or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, he took a lot longer. So they have an eight-minute opening comedy scene, but then they have the Mando's dramatic dying scene last like a minute and a half. Like, wouldn't that have been more dramatic if he didn't immediately... I mean, they were down in the tunnels, and literally like 15 seconds later, the Mandalorian and IG-11 joined them. Like, wouldn't it have been way more dramatic if they had met the armorer, and they had maybe fought somebody, and like five minutes had passed, and then IG-11 and Mandalorian show up? But it literally was like 15 seconds later. And Cara Dune is like, oh, thank goodness. Like, come on, man. Like, there's no suspense. This particular episode had a pacing problem. One of my notes here is that everything took so long. Or, in this case, not long enough. Like, yeah, the the bit with the the scout troopers was insanely long. Every bit with them trying to figure out what to do in the place that they're stuck in took so long. Uh, Right. Ugh. Everything just went it's on ridiculous. way too long. I agree. Uh, yeah, and I didn't check to see how long this episode was, but it feels like it could have been either longer or shorter because of what happened and what didn't happen and how long things took. It just seemed it, it seemed awkward. Yeah. I guess. For like sure. You're right. Pace, and, pacing and tone. And then his dying scene where the droid took off his helmet. Uh, right. When the helmet came I'm off, not... I, I, I heard my eight-year-old daughter go, oh, like, oh, that's 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 who it is. <laughs> yeah, he's like an old man. <laughs> and the way they like... shot him and the way he's kind of like sitting, he's got this double chin and his hair's like all over the place. And it's like, yeah. oh, oh, <laughs> gross. I guess the Mandalorian really can be anybody. He's got like the pedo mustache and shit. Like it could be anybody. Yeah, uh, I guess. Yeah, that's good. I don't know. I don't. I know. got one more note here, and then I'll gladly talk about what else you got on your list. Uh, this yeah, is not in good or bad. This is just a question. How yeah. how did how did Mandalorian have a flashback without hearing the 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 armor hammer? <gasps> oh, continuity did, error. How did that happen? I didn't understand how they could do it. It didn't make sense to me. I was I was. I was questioning. I wasn't in the story because I right. I've, I've been trained to see a flashback with banging sounds happening in the background. <laughs> Since Moff Gideon knows everything about everybody, couldn't he just have one of the fucking stormtroopers get a hammer out and start banging on shit? And then the Mando just stands there, and Cara Dune's like, "Fuck, he's having a flashback." Yeah, we got to get out of here. Yeah, or how? Or have one of them like pound on the grate? They had to try to get through for thirty minutes <laughs> right. while they're pounding dong, on the grate. Then he, then he has it. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's just like, that's whatever. That's just being silliness or whatever. I'm that's fine silly. with. I'm fine with almost all the action. I'm fine with the backstory. I'm really, I I. It's so funny. As much as we bitched about this, I'm excited for next season because I. That's what I wanted to see this season. I want to see him on a quest to find the Jedi and being chased. But I feel like next season is going to be more like this season. One episode will follow the main story. One episode will be like a X-Files monster episode. Then the next one, will, you know, it's they're not going to stay focused. 
unless John Favreau and Dave Filoni listen to our podcast and then they'll know what to do with the next season. Yeah, I right? John? I don't know. I I don't know. It 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 feels like a season of television that is just trying to be entertaining. It, it where like a, just a regular fucking show on whatever right. on, uh, on ABC yeah. that that's introducing yeah. that that it, it's a standalone show. It's not tied to anything. So they have no idea if this is going to play with audiences. They don't know if there's going to be a season two, but come on that, you know, there everybody in the room knew there was going to be another season of this. So right. why they decided to approach it this way is baffling to me. It's like pick a lane, either do a, uh, do a, a a season that tells one long story or don't have the baby Yoda character and just do every episode standalone monster of the week, bad guy of the week, town to town, like one or the other. This, this whole season was so confusing. Like I said, I showed my wife, I showed my wife the four episodes that deal directly with the baby Yoda and the empire and all that stuff. And then it took, and all she did was watch the previously ons prior to episode four and episode seven. And uh-huh. I really didn't have to tell her anything. I just had to introduce her to, I had to, I had to tell her in depth about who Cara Dune was and Cara Dune's backstory and why she's so important to all of us. I did have to tell my wife that. But other than that, you don't really miss anything by missing episodes two, uh, four, five, and six. No, you don't. Especially episodes five and six. Nothing that happened in episodes five and six had any bearing on. What happened in seven and eight? They literally could not have happened, and it would not have made a difference. Yeah, there, there certainly wasn't enough story in the season for eight episodes. But right. I guess I, I, I don't know. We, we needed more time with Mando and the kid just to it grow fonder. I, I don't know. I mean that. I I I am a crotchety old fuck, so I didn't feel yeah. any of that stuff. Um, no, and then I thought about it going back and rewatching some of the episodes. Episode three is when he makes the decision to save the child, and by episode four, he's with the he's with the the blue shrimp farmers, blue scrimp, if you will, and they're already the 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 uh, the milf of the blue shrimpers is already referring to baby Yoda as his child, like your child, you can raise him well here. And I'm like, this is literally like right after an episode after he saved the kid. There's been no, I could raise him well here. There's been no story to make you think that there's that bond there just because he wanted to save the baby from being eaten or whatever. doesn't mean he, right. he adopted the baby like immediately, like his plan was the to leap leave it. in. Yeah. It's just, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't get it. I didn't that, get enough to, yeah. to, to just because you don't want to see something murdered doesn't mean you want to take care of it for the rest of its life. Or in this case, the rest of your life, because he's going to outlive you by like 700. Years. Right. Yeah. So you're going to raise right. it on that planet and right. you're going to croak and the kid's still going to be in diapers. Yeah. Or and it's like what? you're driving down the road. You're driving down the road and there's a dog in the middle of the road and you stop traffic to get the dog off the road. Doesn't mean you own that dog now. Doesn't mean you're like taking care of that oh, dog for the in next the Star Wars long. world. That dog owes you a life debt. <laughs> so, uh, okay, we're being mean again. I, I, <laughs> I really wish. 
I really wish this season had been five episodes. Again, why make why make the filler episodes? What is the point it, of that? Make the, the way five good episodes. It, it, with yes, the way with everything playing out the way it did, yes, it should have been. Now, they could have easily done a relevant eight episode season if they had just tried a little harder. Yeah, like how how cool would this have been if this was episode four or five? And then you have three more episodes of him being chased, and you have more Moff Gideon, who seems right. kind of flamboyantly awesome. And then the season, the finale cliffhanger is they land on a planet, and you just see like a lightsaber blow, like a lightsaber glow, and then the season ended. So he found the Jedi, right? Or something now, like that. Yeah, okay. So leave it on that cliffhanger. Oh, speaking of cliffhangers, here we are at the end of the season. And still, the, the cliffhanger from episode five has not been touched. Unresolved. Oh, well, no. Well, I mean, it's going to come back next season, probably. Like a uh, zombie Boba Fett with with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. at his side. I'm, I'm starting to think that was Moff Gideon. And we'll see. Oh, so... We'll see so maybe, her again. So maybe, yeah. Oh, we'll see her again, because she'll probably be the one match to... She's his match. So maybe she's on his trail. Right. All of next season. Yeah, who knows? Or, but but I, I don't know. I She was not imposing or intimidating in any way. And we're told that she was a great bounty hunter or assassin or whatever. But right. She didn't play it that way. I, I, I was not. I, at no point was I impressed or afraid of ER lady. Uh, you mean the voice of Mulan? Um, oh, okay, yeah, so too. yeah, so I'm I'm out of notes. It's just uh, I will I will say I might I might cancel my I might cancel Disney Plus unless my kid starts right. giving me like six dollars a month. Uh, but I will I will start it back up again for season two. I will watch season two of The Mandalorian unless it gets five episodes in and three of them are bottle episodes. Then I'm out. But if it's gonna be if it's going to be what this episode promises next season to be, then I'm I'm ready for it. But it's got to finally do something. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, my last bad note was more child in season 2. It's like, oh no. Yeah, he's Could not we going have anywhere. Wrap that up here. I mean, somehow uh I I I don't know how I guess they would have gotten rid of it, but it's just oh. now we got to do this some more. But that's the show. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, any storytelling genre or show or book or whatever, where you have a kid or like uh, your main characters are married or something like that. There's always uh, a hurdle to jump through to get that episode going or that story going. Like he's always got to put the baby somewhere or do something with the baby. You know, like he should get like a baby baby Bjorn, like we talked about, but made out right. of Beskar, with just oh, like a visor. Yeah. So all you see are all you see are Yoda's eyes, and he just wears it on his chest, and he uses them as a shield. Yeah, I don't know why he That's doesn't have having. like a little backpack. They, they, they yeah, they do like callbacks to everything. So like Luke wearing Yoda on on the planet. Yeah, you know? it's do something just. Here's a scene I would like to see in next in the next season. Uh the the armorer uh she mentions to uh to Amanda when she gives him the rising phoenix 
Like it's going to take time for it to for it to learn your mental commands. Like she's talking like it's alive, but basically right. we're supposed to believe we're supposed to believe he can control the backpack with his mind. So what I want to see on the second season is they get in a firefight and it's dangerous. I want him to just tie Yoda to the rising phoenix and just shoot him off to safety somewhere and Mandalorian can just control it with his brain apparently because oh. they're <laughs> yeah. they're they're just like Jedi apparently. Yeah, when she said that, I, I immediately thought, "Oh, it should be a scene like he walks into this, this dusty old shop, and the shopkeeper is like, oh, you know, the the jetpack chooses its Mandalorian, like it's a fucking magic wand. Oh, that's why it's called the Phoenix, because it, its core is phoenix feathers. Yeah, of course, that's how it's magic. Yeah." Let's just go fucking crazy with it. Let's the Mandalorians aren't former Jedi's; they're wizards, and the Jedi's don't like them because the Jedi's that that's their shtick, right? That's why the Jedi's don't like the Mandalorians. It's like, no, we're the baddest dudes in the galaxy. We have laser right. swords. Right. You have a laser electrified machete. They're like the Jets and the Sharks. Uh, I will say that uh, uh, for me personally, to end on a positive note, I thought the scene not of him cutting himself out. But the scene of Moff Gideon standing on the TIE fighter with all the damage and whatever was badass. Like, it was just a beautiful kind of shot. Oh, that, that was totally a, a, a concept art frame. Yeah. Yeah, that was nice. And I'm, I'm still curious as to why Moff Gideon outfit looks so Vader-ish. See, that, that would be so, a fun character trait for him. Yeah. For him to be obsessed with Vader. That would be a fun character trait. Like, he's just obsessed with Vader. Yeah, that I would guess. be fun. We, they've done that already. We're going to do a, a Rise of Skywalker episode, right? Yeah, but let's give it a little break. We, we're so. I think the episode. We've done like. Including that. We've done like nine Star Wars episodes in the last like two months. <laughs> like. That's a, all there is. They keep shoving it in your fucking face. I might need a palate cleanser. Maybe we should wait till Rise of Skywalker hits the dollar theater. We'll go see it okay. together with some flasks. Okay. And then we'll record immediately. We'll do immediately Little after. Women first to kind of. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Wet the whistle. That's right. <laughs> okay. Uh, any final thoughts? Any final notes? I uh, After this season, after seven episodes, I was ready to be done. I'm not interested in more of this stuff, but now there, there, there's some real, not real. There's some basic storytelling things happening now. Yes. And you're hooked. I, I, I'm a little disappointed in John Favreau. Yeah. And I don't, I fuck I, I don't know. I I would not. I would not continue, but I'm going to be forced to watch season two. Right. You know, maybe 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 if you cancel yours and I cancel mine, maybe next season when we start it back up, we'll just share an account and we'll have the show pay for it. And then neither one of us will feel like terrible people. So get on that Patreon. (laughs) everybody uh you know i one thought i did have that i thought would have made listen to us shit more on this thing that you like that you're paying for one thing i thought if you're gonna have that opening to this episode it should have been vince vaughn and john favreau as the speeder as the speeder bike pilots yeah aren't you a little fat for a stormtrooper 
<laughs> yeah. And when IG-11 walks up, they'd be like, I love those IG-11s. They're so money, baby. And then he <laughs> lights them up like. <sighs> That's good. Well, I'm, I'm just no talking idea. now when everyone else, much like the Mandalorian itself, this episode should have ended a long time ago. Um <laughs> Some some yeah. there's some pacing issues. Some pacing yeah. issues with this episode. <laughs> you you cannot listen uh, to uh, half of this episode and still get all the relevant information. That's right. Uh, let's wrap up our our uh, our eighth episode of this ep- of this program with uh, what was your if you had to, if you had to dial it down to two things your favorite thing from the series mm-hmm. so far and it could be a character it could be sto- sure. it could be story based it could be theme based uh, favorite thing. Uh, it's going to be the Cara Dune all day long, all day long. Uh, and I guess my, uh, two things, right? You said two things, I guess now it feels like there's a credible threat for season two. Um, so that's, that's improvement. I agree. I, I agree with the Cara Dune. I'm now fully on board with the Armorer. I, I think that uh, as much as like uh, as much as like uh, nerdy fanboys are upset with uh, like the Force's female and all the female power characters in Star Wars lore nowadays, I think in this show the female characters are the best. Like I don't care about Quill or the, any of the bad guys that on Episode Six or whatever. The Armorer was great. Cara Dune was great. Uh, you had the, the the MILF widow who could shoot a gun. That was somewhat interesting character. So yeah, I like I like some of the thought they put into some of the characters. I thought was good. And yeah, then uh unfortunately. And then a, Yeah. And then again and then hey, the future's female. And then again well, no, I'm just saying unfortunately they didn't apply any of that to their lead character. <laughs> right to their lead characters. I get it. Yeah. Uh and then um and then I agree with you. Finally, we're to where we should have been after two episodes or three episodes. So at least finally, there's a little glimmer of hope, a new hope, if you will, for next season. Um, but again, it, uh, again, I think we can both agree. It looked it looked good. It looked almost cinematic quality. Yeah. Good. It had some great characters. I'm a bummed that Cara Dune did not go with him. I'm bummed that it's not like a... a f- I'm bummed that he doesn't have a crew yet. He could have a crew of Cara Dune, the Armorer, him, Baby Yoda. If you want to throw Apollo Creed in there, you can, but his character is kind of nothing. Yeah. Um, he. I think the bond or the rapport, I guess, between Dune and Mandalorian warranted uh, them sharing more time together. Yeah, uh, and he, uh, he I, I'm still of the opinion that he desperately needs somebody to talk to, even if it was like the droid or anybody. He needs someone to bounce things off to, because when he just says stuff out loud to himself, it's silly. But he has to do that in this show because they have to let the listener know what he's thinking, or the viewer has to know what he's thinking. So he has to say shit out loud all the time to himself, right. and it's dumb. Maybe they should just do a voiceover. Like some yeah, shitty should. private eye movie. Right. But not even be his voice. Someone telling the story of the Mandalorian and the child. What if they change? What What if next season it's called the Mandalorian and the child? Or maybe <laughs> it's an older him. It'd be like a Christmas story. Yeah. 
Yeah, but then it'd be spoiler alert. He's not going to die. But maybe they'll do that that narration trick where they're like, just because you hear me talking now doesn't mean I'm not dead. I watched a movie like that fairly recently where the narrator did that. Stupid. Um, or have Chewbacca narrate it and just in, <laughs> just in Wookiee. Uh, I listened I like to this that. podcast. I listened to this podcast, and they were talking about the Star Wars Christmas special from 1978. Yeah. and they were yep. saying that they were saying that none of the Wookiee in it was translated. Nope, people they were just talking Wookiee. <laughs> like fucking <laughs> half of that thing is just them making weird noises. <laughs> it's oh, so bizarre. <laughs> Oh, oh god! Yeah, I would say I would say we could watch that and then do an episode on that too. But I just it was just done yeah. on a podcast. But maybe we'll do it. Maybe we'll do it. The in a Arthur has a musical number. Uh, yeah. yeah, sweet. I, I I don't think I've ever seen it. I've only seen clips. It's of on it. YouTube. I've never actually watched the whole thing. The whole thing's on. Yeah, YouTube. I, I, yeah. Sure, sure. Thank you for going on this journey with me, Scott. Because I yeah. realize after two episodes, you didn't want to do it anymore. But we made a commitment, and when you make a commitment. <laughs> It's important to follow through. That's I what adults do. Through. They say they're going to do something. They do it. You did it. I'm proud oh, yeah. of you. I, I and uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, yeah, and and to the listeners. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. If the if the if the listeners are worried that we're we're done bitching about Star Wars, we are not. Uh, so uh, no, don't no, worry. Disney will make sure of that. That's right. Because, yes, we will in, in a few weeks do our Rise of Skywalker or in a month or so. Should we give and, the, uh, the – do you feel like giving it a grade, like the season overall? Or sure. Like a like a, like a to F sort of thing. Okay. Uh, I will give it a – I think we're both going to give it the same thing. I will give it like a C. Oh, it's, okay. It's, a, it's average. I was thinking C minus. Yeah. I could see that. Like it, it, it was. If C means it's it's average, then it's slightly less than average. But it did stay afloat. Like it's gonna pass because obviously we're gonna watch season two probably. So it passed, but it's it's on it's on like I got my eye on you, man. Like you're not getting into state university with that first season. <laughs> right. You got you got to do better unless you want to pay full price for college. You got to do better. All right. So there we go. Let's wrap it up. We don't have a we yeah. don't have a goodbye thing to this, no, so we're done. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yes, I hope if you if you liked the episode, if you liked all eight episodes, uh, again, patreon.com slash dick show, pay for season two. I'm looking forward to eleven months without Mando. Yeah, that's gonna be like nine, ten. Be sad, ten months. No Cara Dune. I wonder if on YouTube yet anyone's just cut together all the Cara Dune scenes. I'm gonna go search hmm. for that. Yeah, right right now. All right. right. I'll talk to you later. Yeah, yep. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Tickshow.com, which I never update.